Let's Talk from the Book of Acts. Today we have a survey of Israel's history and the lessons from that history. We will look in Acts chapter 7 and today's Let's Talk is called The Stoning of Stephen. The context of Acts chapter 7 is found back in Acts chapter 6. Stephen was accused of denigrating the man Moses. The two main characters in Acts chapter 7 are Moses and Stephen. Let's look at these two men. First, let's look at Moses. One of Judaism's greatest figures of history was the man called Moses. Moses is the most important Jewish prophet. He is traditionally credited with writing the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. Moses is the channel between God and the Hebrews, though who, through whom the Hebrews received a basic uh, charter for living as God's people. Moses led the Jews out of slavery in Egypt and led them to the Holy Land that God had promised them. The escape of Jews from Egypt is remembered by Jews every year in the festival of the Passover. In the Ten Commandments, Moses outlined the basic for morality that has lasted over 3,000 years and has been embraced by, embraced by two-thirds of the world's population. What was Stephen like? Stephen, the, main, the second main character of Acts chapter 7 is Stephen. We do not know a lot about Stephen other than his spiritual walk with the Lord. Acts chapter 6 verse 5 tells us that this proposal pleased the whole group. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Stephen was a man full of God's grace and power, and he performed great wonders among signs of the people, Acts chapter 6, verse 8. Can we have that same testimony today, that is, full of faith in the Holy Spirit, full of God's grace and power, performing great wonders and signs among the people? Our testimony should speak for itself. Stephen started his speech with the following. Brothers and sisters, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our fathers Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia because he lived in Haran. Leave your country and your people, God said, and go to the land I will show you. Skip to verse 20. At that time, Moses was born, and he was no ordinary child. For three months, he was cared for by his family. When he was placed outside, Pharaoh's daughter took him and brought him up as her own son. Moses was educated in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was powerful, powerful in speech and in action. Stephen went on to tell the rest of the story of Moses. He also represent, rep, referenced Abraham, Joseph, Joseph, Joshua, David, and Solomon. So far, Stephen's speech has been all good news. You can see the Jewish leaders smiling and agreeing with Stephen. But the men from the Old Testament whom St Stephen referenced were given to accuse the current set of Jewish leaders who were, they were supposed to be leading God's people, but were actually leading them away. Stephen refer referenced these men to God and the example the current leaders should be and not what they were. Stephen challenged the big Jewish leaders and called them out for for the death of Jesus. Acts chapter 6 verse 12 says this, they stirred up the people and the elders and teachers of the law. They seized Stephen and brought him before the Sanhedrin. They produced false witnesses who testified, quote, this fellow has never stopped speaking against this holy place and against the law. For we have heard him in this say that this very Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs of Moses handed down to us, unquote. To, so, to say that Jesus chose the Jesus changed the customs of Moses is to hit at the very center of Jewish beliefs and practices. You have to be careful when you throw around the name Moses in a negative context amongst Jews. It is like our reaction when somebody criticizes Jesus and said he never existed or he was a great teacher and not the son of God. Acts chapter 7 verse 1 says this, Then the high priest asked Stephen, Are, you, are these charges true? I'm not so sure that the leaders really wanted to know the answer to this question. I think Stephen had already been convicted in the court of public opinion. Stephen's accusations. You stiff-necked people, your hearts are 
and ears are still uncircumcised. You are like your ancestors. You always resist the Holy Spirit. Stephen had, was stoned. And while they were stoning him, Stephen prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he fell asleep. In conclusion, if you're going to accuse people of rejecting Christ and leading others away, be sure you have the facts correct. Stephen was spot on in the accuracy of his message. If you're going to confront people directly with accusations, be sure you're being led of the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, you may be turning people off to the gospel and not on to Jesus. Realize there is a time for a harsh message. Sometimes people with hard hearts will only respond to a forceful pres pres presentation of the gospel. It is generally better to approach people from other religions respectfully unless they are obviously hard-hearted and need a jolt from the tr of the truth. A hard message can have negative consequences, as Stephen found out. He was stoned and killed for preaching a hard message. Some people don't want to hear the truth. Luke writes, as they covered their ears and they were covering their ears and yelling at the top of their voices. Forgiveness is a powerful message even when you're being persecuted. To be like Stephen is to be full of the Holy Spirit, fearless in presenting the gospel and, and forgiving being wronged and when presenting the gospel. May God allow us to be like Stephen in character and convictions. Amen. Let's pray. Father, when we, when we experience difficult times in sharing the gospel and we may f face persecutions, we pray that you'll keep us encouraged and let us realize that we're witnessing for you and it may ruffle some feathers and help, help, help us as we share the gospel with others to be led of you in Jesus' name. Amen.